0: Welcome to What Christians Should Know, hosted by Dr. Elijah Sadoffel. This podcast equips you with clarity and meaningful answers about God, the Bible, and your Christian life. Now, here's Dr. Sadoffel. Jeremiah was a prophet whose pain you can feel reading through the pages of the book that carries his name. He was called the weeping prophet because what God called him to do was by no means easy. You see, Jeremiah had a tender heart but had to prophesy a brutal message of judgment on countless people around him that were behaving badly. In fact, Jeremiah on one occasion tried to quit being a prophet but God would not let him. The point is that Jeremiah's life was filled with many emotional lows. Why was that? because on the one hand, he had a fire in his bones for God and his truth, but on the other hand, no one listened to him and many were openly hostile to him. This understanding is very relevant to us now. God's message to Jeremiah back then is the same message he gives to those who stand firm on their faith convictions now. Those of the faith are encouraged to witness and preach in the midst of a world hostile to that faith. God's message to all of his beaten up, broken hearted servants is, don't give up, you can do it because I am with you. In the middle of a low point, Jeremiah prays to God beginning in Jeremiah 15.15. The prophet asks God to remember and take notice of him presumably because Jeremiah feels forgotten. Jeremiah also pleads for the Lord to take vengeance on his enemies while he laments that the life of a prophet is a lonely one. Perhaps the height of his pain comes in verse 18 when Jeremiah expresses his anguish over what seems to be God's failure to make good his promises. In Jeremiah 15.18 he says, Why has my pain been perpetual and my wound incurable, refusing to be healed? Will you indeed be to me like a deceptive stream with water that is unreliable?" By His grace, God then responds to His prophet. With His attention and words, God picks Jeremiah up from the soul ditch that he was in. In Jeremiah 15, 19-20, God says, If you return, then I will restore you. Before me you will stand, and if you extract the precious from the worthless, you will become my spokesman. They for their part may turn to you, but as for you, you must not turn to them. Then I will make you to this people a fortified wall of bronze, and though they fight against you, they will not prevail over you, for I am with you to save you and deliver you, declares the Lord." Here, God tells his prophet, I will make you to this people a fortified wall of bronze. Truly, as a person grows in their relationship with God, they progressively become more stable and concrete. Yet in unique situations, God will directly intervene and quicken the process, as is the case here with Jeremiah. God makes us more stable so that we will become more resistant to false doctrine, secular culture, sin, frustration, doubt, depression, and compromise. There are many forces that ferociously try to tear a person of faith down, but when God turns them into a fortified wall of bronze, that is a defense that nothing can break. Going with the flow is very easy. Acting with purpose and standing on the rock of God's truth is hard. This is why the type of people that God uses are always fortified walls of bronze. In his heavenly factory, God specializes in making people as such. Fortified walls of bronze preach the full counsel of God's word, even when the church does not want to hear it. They stand firm in the church at large and they stand firm in the world, never settling for anything less than God's timeless principles. Fortified walls of bronze never waver but stand still. Standing still is desperately needed because the forces that push us from side to side grow in strength and number each and every day. In fact, the more a person is filled with the Spirit and the more effectual a ministry is, the more resistance there will be. It's no surprise then that Jeremiah felt so down. The reassuring news is that men do not fashion their own fortified walls. God does. His handiwork is guaranteed, so all walls that he builds will stand and must stand. I say all of this to say, do not give up. You can do it because God is with you. There are many pervasive themes running through the Bible and one of them is that people in general are opposed to God's truth. There has been enmity between those of the light and those of the darkness since Adam and Eve left the Garden of Eden. This is why many fight so violently against God. When the forces of darkness cannot defeat God's truth head-on, they settle for compromise so that the truth is diluted into a perverse mixture. This is why men who refuse to compromise are despised so much. Nothing upsets Satan more than a person who is unequivocally decided about God. People who are undecided are blown over, even by gentle winds, but you cannot blow over a decided, fortified wall of bronze. The Lord tells Jeremiah, and though they fight against you, they will not prevail over you. The irony here is, the harder the heathen rage, the less you move, which testifies to God's magnificent grace and power in fortifying you. We don't move because God is the one who holds us in place. Don't give up, you can do it, because God is with you. In our text, God says, they for their part may turn to you, but as for you, you must not turn to them. The fortified walls are meant to prove their worth against resistance. Even more, they remain the same so that they will not be turned but so that they may turn others. Their resiliency, consistency, and stability serves as an example to a world filled with inconsistency. Moreover, the most fitting place for a fortified wall to be is in the midst of a conflict so that others may witness its strength and turn to it. The final piece of God's response stirs us from hope to certainty. God says, for I am with you to save you and deliver you. This is the promise that changes everything. God does not raise fortified walls of bronze and then leave. He raises them to stay with them and when their season is done, He will deliver them to eternal safety. In other words, God never lets us go. Ultimately then, the external assaults will not prevail. The faithful will prevail because God is with us. Yes, enemies may surround us and the situation may seemingly crush us, but what matters most is none of those things. What matters most is that God is with us. If you are like the prophet Jeremiah and burdened by worry, struggles, or resistance, Jeremiah 15, verses 15-20 to encourages you to fear not. Don't give up, you can do it, because God is with you.